Lucky you. 36 best holes in golf. Alternate Shots Podcast. Barney's Army. Where we talk about golf. Sandy. Poker. James Bond. Horse racing. Double. Classic movies. Zenyatta. We have no script. Down the stretch they come. We are glad you joined us. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. (laughs) Okay, Billy, this is our... uh... I we guess dope, it's our third. Yeah, open. The doping. Yeah, but it, it, how many dope series have we done? This is at least the three or four of them. This is our two dopes doping out, not the British Open, the Open Championship, right? Correct. <laughs> and I, I suspect as long as we live, there'll be two dopes doing this for uh, many more episodes. <laughs> well, I have this picture up for obvious reasons. Uh, He's the uh, reigning open champion, uh, Cam Smith, and he beat quite a crowd of folks last year, did he not? Oh, I'll say. He's quite a player. I was sad to see him go to live, but maybe they'll, they'll work that all out. Yeah, what goes around may come back around, right? You ask him about 72 holes he played at St. Andrews, and he's going to be 99 years old, and he's coming up on his 100th birthday. He's going to remember this shot, right? It was like my brother was caddying for him. I mean, I, I when he did that, I was like, "Wow, he might be the only guy that would have done that." So look at look at the contours around that bunker. Any misstep there, and he's doomed. Yeah, and the picture was all I got to take. Really, doesn't show the depth of that bunker right in front of him, of two paces in front of him. It's about another five feet down. You just see the revetted face of that. You don't see yeah. this. You, you kind of get the steepness of this. But when I rewatched the open this morning, he hit this like a normal 30-footer. So that fescue there to the right of the revetted faces is pretty fast, like a speedway. Yeah. Well, he must have known that because he put it all together. I, mm. I just find it, you know, I think Alistair McKenzie once said there's a, there's no beauty in a pitch shot compared to watching a ball roll along the ground, disappear behind a mound, and then come out the other side, dead to the hole. Right. And it brings a smile to everybody's faces. No one can resist it. That's the beautiful thing about golf. And I've said it before. I don't care if you're in contention for the number one spot of the world and the guy with you is your adversary and he makes a hole in one, you cheer. It, it's it's impossible to to not enjoy that, regardless of what it means to you personally around the golf everyone enjoys seeing shots like that and there's everyone behind the wall there there's got to be thousands of people there sitting there oh boy here's the end of his chances he's going how down. many of them are thinking what the hell is he doing he's <laughs> going down down he's in flames down. Yeah. he might hit the wall i mean people put it over that green it's only so wide and alistair mckenzie would have appreciated that shot and and mckenzie worked um early on with with harry holt who who did the uh on hoy hoy lake where they're playing this week an old-time designer who had his hands in a lot of stuff i think over 300 courses that he either designed or redesigned you know including i had a list here of mirfield he helped redesign sunny sunningdale royal liverpool royal port rush holyoke design i mean uh, hoy lake i keep saying holyoke and and uh, of course our favorite Stoke Park, Park. where where uh, James Bond took down Goldfinger in a uh, strict rules of golf confrontation. 
Well, he plays right into our sweet spot. This is this this Harry Colt was almost romantic from a golf course. Uh, he, he was in the romantic area where yeah. Royal Liverpool, I, my notes, was a, a it was called Liverpool Hunt Club, where they had a race course, a racing course, a racing course, which yeah. is obviously of interest to us and part of our yeah. podcast. But it was it was called Liverpool Hunt Club, and then it became a Royal. I don't really know why it's called Royal Liverpool. I think, I think the Royal stuff came when, you know, Princes or somebody played there. But uh, Harry Colt, like this was a, a race course, again, more than just golf. And then the Stoke Park was was Goldfinger. I mean, classic icon movies and so forth. What a designer. What would have been fun to kind of watch him at work over a couple of years time, huh? That's not his ball. How do you know that? Because I'm standing on it. <laughs> yeah, that was classic. What would the secretary say about your... Uh... <laughs> yeah. I own the club, Mr. Bond. <laughs> How about Roy McElroy, who, you know, God bless him, has had his issues closing tournaments, finishing up Birdie Birdie uh, last week to win that, that tournament. Making, I think it was only three. He was the third birdie on 18 that day or something like that. Well, and 17 was no picnic. A if no you look picnic. at the last 10 guys and look at their score on those two, if they were even par for those two holes, that was magical. And he was two under and he was way behind. <laughs> and what a bad beat for McIntyre, who played lights out. I mean, you want to talk about laddering up. That kid played unbelievable golf well mcintyre is definitely you know a really good golfer and he's going to win the question is will he win uh this week i don't know what do you think uh, he's coming off probably a pretty emotional high low high kind of thing i don't know has anyone ever won uh that questioning mcelroy is uh, has anyone ever won these two tournaments back to back I, I, not that i know of yeah well, I don't know. McElroy seems to be finding his swing. Well, he's the he's the favorite, you know, over Scheffler and Rom. Rom's kind of disappeared since the beginning of the year when he was hotter than uh yeah. you know, Blazes. There's golf. You know, you think something's gonna go on forever and ever, and all of a sudden, you know, it all changes. I mean, look at David Duval years ago. It looked like he was gonna be unbelievable and you know, and for a couple of years he was, and then boom, gone. I I I don't know if I'm going to be betting on Scheffler because I see some sort of he was invincible with his putter from six to twenty five feet, and now he's yeah. starting to miss them all. Yeah, and uh, these major championships, as you can see with McElroy, I mean Genesis Scottish Open is a pretty good event. Uh, the venue's cool. Right next to Muirfield, how about how about that club, which is relatively new, right? The I would call it the Renaissance Club, but they call it the Renaissance Club, right? Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. But that just because they want to bother you and me. Yeah, <laughs> they just want us to search it on the internet. <laughs> right, and if you look at the list that you have up here of these of these open players, I mean, who who you can't eliminate any? Uh, look at the look at this the people on this list i mean i don't think in the history of golf i don't think there's been more 
uh, competition than there is right now. I mean, you had to, in the old days, you had Nicholas and Player and Palmer and, you know, there's 12 to 15 guys like that now that, you know, it's a flip, a coin flip. And I had a different list second. to show you, but it would cover twice as many, 25 or 45. I can bring that up. But your guy McIntyre isn't even on this list. This is no. the Las Vegas odds to win the British Open, the Open Championship. Well, that's what I mean. And that's based on, you know, past history and stuff like that. And anybody can always jump up and win a golf tournament. It, um, they wouldn't be there if they weren't capable of it. Patrick Cantlay, where's he been? He he looked like he was going to win everything in the world. And now, you know, he's, he's not bad, but he's not. He's not the uh, prohibitive favorite anymore. That's yeah, golf. Kind of, kind of going, I, I've kind of gone soft on the Lowry, the Cantleys, the Morikawas. I'm not betting a dime on Spieth. I think no. he's got the two-way miss. And in, in these these uh, opens, you get... <laughs> I say Renaissance, and I'm not going to try the other the way. Scottish Open last week, let's call it. I can say <laughs> Scottish Open. The Scottish Open, that rough was tough. But the further right or the further left you hit it, it was like hitting it in the fairway because it's all trampled down. Right. See what happens in Hoyland. That might help Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth is very good at recovering, as he demonstrated a few years back over there. So I, I agree with you. He's not somebody that I'm putting a lot of money on, but I always root for him. Who's more fun to watch than him? You get with the commentary you get while he goes. It's, it's almost like you're out there with him. And he's got such an even keel. He's he's hard not to root for. But I'm, I'm clearly going to be rooting for Ricky Fowler. But I look at this list. I don't know. I, I, I There's no way you can, you know, commit a lot of money with a, with a confidence on, on any of these guys. This might be a pick five guys and take a shot that way. The guy in the bottom is just as likely. Sam Burns had a pretty good Scottish Open. Absolutely. He ran into trouble on a one-hole. If you saw it, he was like unbelievable. He hit just not enough club to clear the the rebetted faces, and he was lucky he didn't plug in the rebetted face. And then he had a 10, 15 minute wait to get a ruling because he had some sod pieces. And you know, does that well sod and rebetted face are pieces, right? Part Those of the are game. pieces of sod. That, that's what they use to make a rebetted face. So let's take this list from the top down. And see if see if we can eliminate half the list. Can you can't eliminate any of the top five guys? I I I might be able to eliminate Fleetwood, Hatton, Shawfleet. Why would you eliminate Fleetwood and Hatton and Shawfleet? Why? Because they don't they don't seem to close the door. That's I, exactly it. They're good, but I don't think they're going to win because they don't close. Yeah. Speed does close. Speed does. Cantley does, but hasn't recently. The speed can Johnson close if, if he doesn't blow up early. Kepka and Johnson, you can say what you want. I think Kepka, it's hard to tell because you don't see him since he won the PGA, did pretty well in the Masters. He's had a pretty good season, but you don't see him in the in-between weeks. But I think Dustin Johnson may give it a run. I, I, I sense he hits a hard ball. Uh, just get, you know, is he tired of not winning? That's 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 where I would be focusing on Dustin Johnson because he's clearly talented enough to win any any tournament he plays. And for a while, he was winning all the time. 
that seems to have left him. But maybe he wakes up and says, "I'm, you know, enough of this. I'm going to go out and win." You know, a lot of it's between the ears, as Bobby Jones and Alistair McKenzie both said. The game is played between the ears. So let's say that this list, you're going to go out and watch two guys, and they're in two different groups. Which two guys would you want to go follow around? Uh, Ricky. Yeah. Because he's because he's just it's hard not to root for Ricky Fowler. He he's uh, the modern day Arnold Palmer as far as how he treats the fans and and the game as an ambassador. I mean, you can't get around that. I don't know if I was following guys around because I had money on them. I think I'd probably watch Cameron Smith. I think he's probably got a real good shot because I think he's got ice in his veins. And I, I guess John Rom. No, you said Cameron Smith. Yeah, I I like to watch him. I think the guy I'd like to watch would be this Matt Fitzpatrick because, you know, he's their guy. He won the U.S. Open. He's the you know current year ago he won it. Would he step up his game and now match match that with the Open Championship? Uh, I'd certainly like to watch Tom Kim. That guy is electric. Yeah, he's Tom fun. Kim, what is he? Twenty years young guy. Like twenty-two or something. Yeah. I mean, wow. and he's, and he's and he, Hovland and I think this Kim. It's hard not to like them. They have a smile. They go out there, you know, and they're yeah. Hovland is very steady. Yeah, he doesn't have chipping problems. I think he'd do well. I mean, Hovland and. Um, uh, Morikawa earlier this year, they, they they were played by chipping. Was it Morikawa had a lead in some tournament and blew it because of his his around the yeah. green play? I mean, he hits it as solid as anybody, I think. But it, again, he's had trouble closing the door, uh, you know, in, in recent times. And I don't think you are allowed to have even a, a flinch in this kind of a tournament. You know, you need to be uh, resilient. And you need you need to close. So you know, a guy like Jordan Spieth is resilient. He could he could hit it off the planet and still come back. You see some of the shots he hits are, you know, they make you laugh. They're so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. How he gets in that position is another story. Right? But that shot he hit in the was it the uh, Ryder Cup or the President's Cup where he almost fell in the water at the end. It was straight uphill. Yeah. He ended up having to, you know, off balance, run down the hill and catch himself before he went off the cliff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this uh, Hoylake is the least exciting layout in the Rota. You know, you're getting around, uh, you know, every five years they, they have it at the uh, St. Andrews. You know, I think the Rota is great. Uh, Europefield in the Rota. But this one, I think... Uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. These bunkers, depending on the wind, you know, that's a big difference between any tournament we see, you know, the British Open, the Open Championship, a bunker can make that 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 bunker on 17 should have done in Cam Smith. It didn't. The fact that he made par from there is going to go down as one of the greatest fours in the that's history wrong. of St. Andrews. And that, that's the 150th Open Championship. It may be the top par made, at least the top 10 pars made in that tournament, maybe the top par ever made on that hole. And it's critical where you end up in the bunker on a lot of these bunkers too, you know. Some of them you have to hit out 
sideways or away from the hole if you see some see some of these guys doing yeah i kind of want to go with somebody under 35 or 40 because it, the wind beats you down i love justin rose what a beautiful golf swing he has we're talking about yeah, he seems to be rejuvenated also starting to make those putts you know when he won the open at at uh, marion he was making putts when he you know when he wins he's making those putts as funny as his putting you know the whatever that putting thing he has what about these guys going to the um kind of a longer putter you know that ben on and you've got uh these guys are buying this putter it's it's like uh adam scott's putter i think adam scott is a you know a very good player i think his putting is way way below par and you know i feel that way about uh, putting in general it, guys who keep changing their putter I, you know, they're pros, so they know what they're doing. Me, I, I would think if you're looking for your answer with a new putter every couple of weeks, you, it's not the it's not the in, Indian or the it's the Indian, not the arrows. So gotta, I don't know. Got to float in your mind that when you start missing putts, you said, oh, I shouldn't have changed the putter. And then that's another thing, a negative thought that's coursing through your brain while you're trying to battle the elements and the competitors. And they just said they were talking about Roy McElroy um, taking a different approach to putting, which is uh, an approach I'm very much in favor of, which is a lot less analysis and, you know, see it and hit it. Thanks to Brad Faxon. Yep. Yeah, Brad Faxon. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. And Brad Faxon is one of the world's greatest putters. So. Yeah, some of these guys that take so that, you know, they have this bending down in their knees and they're getting the ball and the line and, you know, they're, and then they, they mark it and the line isn't exactly where they want to. Well, that's the, the aim point, but I'm just yeah. talking about marking the ball aim point. Yeah. I don't even understand. I think yeah, they've been doing point like for a long time, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you look, I, I, I use the plumb bob. I think the plumb bob is essentially giving you which way the ground is it this way is it this way is it this way is it this way and then later it's that way now they now they walk yeah, they feel it yeah they they straddle their own their own path yeah i love it sometimes but it works for these guys you know i'm i can't be judgmental or critical about any of them they're all on the pro tour making a lot of money and winning a lot of tournaments but mm -hmm. i think you know if i if i'm a coach which i'm never going to be obviously Putting is to me about feel and confidence. So if you have to keep changing your club, then you then you don't have confidence. And your club's not, you know, maybe you find something that looks nicer or feels better and it gives you the confidence, but you're never going to win if you're not confident with your putter, regardless of if it's a long putter or short putter or a cue stick. You look at John Rahm earlier this year when he was playing well, Scotty Scheffler in this past year, and then a rookie out there, Eric Cole. Uh, talking to Neil Christie, our buddy from Wingfoot, he says he just loves to watch Eric Cole putt. If you ever get a chance, and he doesn't get as much coverage as, say, Spieth or Cameron Smith or Kepka, but when you see him, watch his pace. His pace is uncanny. It's within six to ten inches one way on one side or yeah. another of the hole, and um, he can light it up, and he's about 150 pounds. He's like yeah, Ben Crenshaw size. Wearing the uh, aerobic pants. Yeah, yes, yeah. I have to. I may have to kid him about that, but he's probably making money wearing them. So what the heck, right? Whatever, whatever floats your boat. 
All right, so let's wrap this up. You get to pick four first. I, we can both pick the same guys. I'll let you go first. What's your uh, pick? One, two, three, four, and then we'll see how we do when we get together next week after the Open's over. So number okay. one pick. I, I'm. This is uh, betting with my uh, my heart more than my brains. I, I'll go Fowler, Rom, Cameron Smith, and Jordan Spieth. Okay. By the way, so, I'm not sure any of them can win, but well, I think I think you any of them said win. it well. Yeah, you know, and there's a whole thing in science about pools and stuff like that. Everybody can pick Scotty Scheffler, and then you're just along with everybody. Yeah, right? I think I think um, I'm going to go with Hovland. My theory is going to be guys that were close. Um, I'm going to do Dustin Johnson. Because I don't think anybody's picking him. I'm going to go with Matt Fitzpatrick. That's a good pick. I, I'm not sure John, Dustin Johnson's cut out for the uh, linksy courses over there, but maybe he is. And then I'm going to go with Sam Burns. And the reason I'm going to go with Sam Burns is I think he's got a big chip on his shoulder. And this would take him from, say, a top 75, top 50, 40, whatever the conversation he's into a top 15, I think it helps him out a lot with his uh, career. What's happening the rest of the year. Just imagine if you win the open championship, you got guys playing this year that won the open championship. John Daly is playing in the open championship. Okay. You know, he's going over there for his brand more than anything else. Right. He just, he just overpowered the place when he won. Yeah, but he was an uncanny putter too. You know, he, yeah, he was very, very great hands, very good short game. Yeah, he uh, that was a great one at St. Andrews where uh, his opponent chili dipped it and bombed it in. Uh, yeah. But uh, you've got you got people that we don't know about. We haven't talked about McIntyre. Would it surprise you if McIntyre won the Open Championship? It would surprise me only on the level that. Coming off last week, I think he's clearly capable as he showed last week, but can you carry that over two rounds in a row? Maybe yes, you know, or was there enough like emotional energy wasted, you know, thinking he, he might win, then is he in a playoff and then he's then he's out, you know, because because McElroy goes birdie birdie on him, which mm -hmm. it's not McElroy's style, to be honest. He's a great player, but like I, like Jimmy Graham said yesterday, I would have bet anything he wasn't going to close it out. Um, well, that's the other thing. Very rarely do people win back-to-back -back tournaments, right? Right. I mean, what do you think? Uh, do you think he could win back-to-back? -back? We didn't even. I think McElroy might break that mold because he, he just hits the ball so far and so straight. So I guess it'll depend on the wind and the bounces, and it always depends on the bounces. Okay. I I had a look at my phone. Sorry. I'm going to give you a wild – you you go first with your wild pick. It, it's not those four you took. Now your wild card pick, it's five to one. Dustin Johnson, right? If you bet 100, you'll win $3,500 on it, right? I, so he's 35 to one. Somebody that's at 50 or 100 to one, what's your wild pick? Max Homa. I like it. And 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 that's a that's not that wild, right? 
I'm going to give no, you mine. The guy's, the guy's good, and he's and he's also another good ambassador for golf. He's got a great sense of humor. He's a fun guy. He's got great great attitude, and all these guys are such good sports. And you know, you know, golf is a golf is a wonderful world. I'm rooting for this guy. Haven't this? I just know a little bit about him, Nikolai Hogard. Huh. Now, don't confuse him. I think it's his brother. Rasmus Hogard, but I'm going, I'm putting some heavy heaviness on Nikolai Hogard, probably 100 to one or more, but wow. it wouldn't surprise me if he's a top 10. Like if there was a top 10 bet that he's in a top 10 and he gets sure a, 30 to one for something like that, I might play a place a bet on that. I think that, you know, I'm not much of a, I'm not, I was going to say golf gambler, but I, 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 I do appreciate gambling on a lot of levels but golf to me is such a crapshoot because literally they're all good enough to win any event they enter everybody in the field is good enough to win depending on the bounces and who's on that day i mean how how often do you go from shooting 82 to 92 and, and one day after the other so golf the ball bounces funny sometimes it goes in the hole sometimes it lips out all day that's what makes Unwound. it so fun for us to watch because they even at the top level, bad bounces and great putts come into play. So, all right. So you got Fowler, Rom, uh, Cameron Smith, and Spieth. I got Hovland, Dustin Johnson, Matt Fitzpatrick, and Sam Burns. Your Homa is your wild card, and Hogard is mine. Well, listen, this has been good. We'll hopefully it's a great Open Championship, and the weather's decent, and the balls don't move on the green because of the. 40 mile an hour gusts <laughs> and we'll have to do an episode of two dope doping out the travers up at saratoga later in the month it's hard as billy as billy Harmon says betting on golf is really hard yeah there's more you know you better on a horse race if it's a gigantic field there's 19 horses and that's a gigantic field and you've won and you've won picking the one good one out of 19 that's yeah, maybe one out of 19 times <laughs> So. All right. Well, we hope they have a great tournament at the Liverpool Hunt Club at the Royal Liverpool Boy Lake race course, whatever you want to call it. We hope everybody has fun. Thanks for joining Casper, us today. Billy Horner. We really appreciate your Double feedback. Indemnity. And please Marky. subscribe to Two the show Ratter. and hit Claude the bell Harmon. icon so you get notified Movie classics. of new episodes. Mark Gable. Hit them hard. Job. And hit him off. That's 36 holes.